Hi, Pat the Podcast Editor here. Is it really worth investing your time in networking? Today, Dan and Lloyd discuss the work that goes into building those key relationships and whether it's really worth your time. If you're talking about networking and you mean meeting people and building genuine relationships with other people that are in business, then 100% yes, I think it's worth investing your time. Okay, maybe that's giving it away a little bit. But we're also going to hear about actions you can take to build stronger, more substantial relationships with people. Be yourself, and you won't be everyone's cup of tea, but the 10% of people that you are aligned with, you'll then have a a relationship that actually means something and could be Mm. positive in the future, rather than being corporate Lloyd, trying to get everyone to like you, but never actually having a genuine relationship with anyone because you've got this, oh, hi, I'm robotic, perfect businessman Lloyd. Now, having a genuine interest in people is crucial. That means asking questions and actually investing yourself in conversation. But it doesn't always go according to plan. Sometimes, though, you get in a trap of two people doing that. I've been <laughs> in been conversations in where I'm like, oh, I saw you uh, You came in that car. Have you had that long? I was thinking of getting that car. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah. I saw your car, though. <laughs> you've, um, got- <laughs> you've got a good car. What, what do you think? And... Uh, do you, I saw you had a car seat. Do you have a child? And I'm like, oh, God. Uh, 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 do, you have a, do you have a child? So, what can you do starting tomorrow to build real relationships with anyone? Let's find out. It's time for episode 53 of the Business Anchors podcast. We're just a couple of business anchors. Welcome to the Business Anchors podcast. This jingle is slightly too long. This jingle is slightly too long. Is it really worth investing time in networking? Episode 53, revisiting a topic from episode one. We are. If you, if you haven't um, listened to it, go back. It's one of the classics. Mm. Um, That's I've, got one of the most downloads, actually. I yeah. suppose it was episode one. So. Yeah. yeah, all the excitement over Lloyd and Dan Knowlton starting a podcast. Yeah. But um, I think it depends what you mean by networking. So... If you mean eating loads of fry-ups in a local business park at 6am four times a week... Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if, it, if it's worth investing time. Uh, really? So you're talking about the classic... Uh, business. Are we allowed to say the names of them or not? Yeah. Four, four Networking, do BNI... Do it uh, What other ones? Yeah. Four Networking, BNI... It's basically where business owners business go... Business over breakfast is the one. You have yeah. breakfast... And mm. they do, they, they follow a similar structure where you stand up for a minute and say, I'm Dan from Knowlton and I'm help you with your marketing. And then... Also, at least one person at every oh, meeting scared. is incredibly scared of standing That's up and horrendous. talking. And everyone just cringes and thinks, oh, if, oh please no, don't be that nervous. Like sweating and shaking. Like, I, I uh, service printers. <laughs> Cannon! Uh, um, yeah. yeah. And I've definitely done that as well in the yeah. past. But yeah. I remember when I first went, it's nerve-wracking. Standing in front of, if yeah. you're not used to it, standing in front of those people and trying to come across well. Especially in the early days scary. when you're pretending to know what you're doing. <laughs> like we were. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, so, so, so I'm, I'm actually not sure these days if that is worth it. I think in some industries, mm. so I think yeah, I was gonna if say, you I are in the kind of trades of local trades a plumber a gardener a painter and decorator accountant is your ideal target market yeah like that where meeting other business owners uh will potentially get you regular work because 
there's not this long decision making process. It's just like I need someone to paint this wall, mm. and you can show me you've painted walls and your prices are good. Yeah. Um, or I, by the way, I know there's a lot more skills in painting. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying on, I'm not saying like oh you're rubbish. There's, yeah. But um, you know I think it's an easier buying process. But I think for a lot of people, it's not. If you're talking about networking and you mean meeting people and building genuine relationships with other people that are in business, then 100% yes, I think it's worth investing your time. Yeah. I think, you know, like when we did the personal branding episode and I, you know, everyone thinks, oh, personal branding is kind of wanky. Mm. I think the same about networking. You should change the word. Because with personal branding, we said change it to building a reputation. Yeah. With networking, I think you should change it to relationship building or like building mm. relationships because it's... But is that, it's still the same thing, right? It is the same thing, but I think it's the way you think about it. When mm. I first heard of networking, I thought it was very transactional. Mm. So I thought, right, my goal as a business owner, I need business. What do I do to get business? One thing I do is go networking, where you go and meet people mm. and say, hi, I do this thing, do you want it? And they go, yes or no. I thought, and, and mm. I think... One thing you did was just put a video of a beached whale on YouTube as well. I did, in the do, early days. I did do that. That was a more unorthodox technique. To we try should and do an episode work. on the weird shit I've done... Um, Marketing. X-rated? Yeah. Uh, oh, marketing. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but I, I think you are, we are kind of giving networking a bad name. It, I think it helped us in the early days. We uh, got, yeah, go on. I'm not sure it did. You don't think it did? No. I think it gave us, well, I'm not sure. I think it could have been neutral. I think it gave us an opportunity to be like, okay, let's go to this place for three hours and have a breakfast. And yeah, that's probably a good thing for our business. But I'm looking back at... I have to disagree. Go on, go on. All of the time I spent at networking meetings in the <laughs> early days... How many breakfasts? <laughs> How all, many all of the calories from fry-ups. <laughs> um, and I can't think of one positive thing that happened for our business that came from any of okay. those meetings in the last five to six years. Whereas other types of networking and meeting people, there was definitely some positives. What, what, what positives so can you again, think of? I think the network, my honest thing is I think the net, now I think the networking you're talking about is rubbish. But I'm going to play devil's advocate here because I do think we got value from that. The, personally, I got value from learning how to speak about what we do to other people. Mm. because, you know, like you're putting yourself in that uncomfortable position of there's 20 other business owners there. You've never spoken to anyone about what you do, what your business does, and you ha and they're all saying, what do you do? And you practice communicating. I feel like I got a lot of positive benefits yeah. from that rather than just... That's interesting because I think, I think that just shows our individual experiences. I think I just never got good at that probably in that period. Mm. I think I'm good at that now, yeah. but from that experience, I didn't get good at it. So I didn't see that value. Um, I also think you were exactly right about the industry you're in and how valuable it is to you. Because for us now, that kind of networking, you know, we're trying to build relationships with marketing teams from deep, you know, fairly big brands. Mm -hmm. They're not going to a breakfast meeting at 6am in Thanet yeah. uh, once a week. But... If you do own local trades and that kind of thing, I think mm. I or think it's incredibly if you're valuable. You're an accountant and yeah. those things that yeah. Because if you build that relationship, then everyone there needs an accountant or mm. a bookmaker. But bookkeeper, sorry, my my bookmaker. concern for even those 
types of people in those businesses. Mm. I, I met a lot of people that just spent, I'd say probably 80% of their so time busy. networking yeah. and saying they were so busy. But I felt like they were so busy because they only had 20% of their time to do anything else. Yeah, because they were going to... And I, I, I often thought... I. Again, like it's mm. like an excuse of, oh, I feel like I'm doing something positive for my business, and I feel like there were better things people could have been doing from as an outsider's perspective. So, so I I think that you it's good for building relationships. Mm. I think if you're starting a business, you've got to do something to go out there and meet people. You mm. can't just sit it in your office at home and think you're gonna. Yeah. But if you're not doing that kind of networking, then what should you be doing? Mm. How are you going to build relationships? Well, I do. I think I mean, if we go outside of these like breakfast, the, the typical <laughs> yeah. thing that we kind of we laugh at how rubbish I was at, at doing it and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And just at like meeting other people in business in different ways. So either going for lunch with someone or going to like an event where there's speakers and then you speak with people mm. while you're having a coffee break and yeah. stuff or just walking around your business park and going to the cafe and saying, Hi, Tim, what do you do? Mm. Like, I think those things, as long as, and this is in line with what we always think about anything in business, really, as long as you're playing the long game and you're looking for long-term kind of a return on investment, Mm. I think it's a really good thing. But short-term, I I think it rarely is. Some examples of long-term positive things that we've had from that kind of networking... Mm. One, uh, winning business through competitors who have recommended us. Mm, so a lot, of people, a, a lot of people at those meetings we were talking about would see someone in their industry and go, bloody hell, I'm competing with this guy. This is rubbish. I'm not coming here again. Yeah. Whereas I would say we've won thousands of pounds worth of business from yeah. our competitors saying, actually, Nolton will probably be better for Suited you guys. For you. Yeah, go yeah. and speak to them. Um, also, especially got this recently... I've gained some really valuable advice that's been hugely beneficial for our business from people that we first met between two and four years ago. And I've, we, we've had a relationship, and not necessarily like we're seeing them every week, but we've mm. had an ongoing relationship. And then I've actually asked for help from mm. them. and said, do you mind if I have like 20 minutes of your time? You seem like you've had this experience and I'm going through this and would really like your help. And most of the time... Nice people are willing to do yeah. that. I think our best relationships have been built at events. I see that as, uh, if anyone asks me, you know, what should we be doing to build relationships with people mm. and that kind of thing, I'd say look at the industry events where the people you want to meet go to. Go there. without. Uh, don't go there with the transactional mindset of, I need to meet three people and convert one lead. Mm. Go there with, I actually just want to make friends and need mm. to, and just have a good time and be yourself. And I think yeah. that's... The, what the examples you're sharing are, are mm. from events that we've been to. Now, should we retell the story that I told in episode one with the business card? Please do, yes. Because listeners have heard it, but I feel like we've got a, a few good listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm putting myself out there to tell this cringy, horrible networking story where I looked like a prick. <laughs> okay, are you ready, everyone? <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, I love these stories. Okay, so... Imagine you're in San Diego in the foyer of a big fancy hotel. The Hyatt. Yes. And you're, you're there thinking, oh, this is great. Um, I don't know why I started like that. That was a terrible way to start the story. Um, we were having drinks and chatting. Yes. 
and uh, some lots of people are coming over, introducing themselves. It's the first night of the event, so you don't know many people, so oh, it's all from? very nice. And oh. um, and then uh, I've got to make sure I remember this right. A lady comes over, and she basically seems to be just going from person to person. Did she have a deck of business cards yeah. that she was handing out so like flyers? She would basically she barged in the middle of decent conversations, stopped people talking, and was just like sales pitch to you. I I. You'll have to go back to episode one and see if my memory differs. But I think it was like outsourcing some kind of social media service to a company in somewhere in Eastern Europe. Mm. I can't remember. Anyway, um, go back to episode one and find out the when, when my memory actually worked, what it was. <laughs> um, and so she, she like barged in between me and someone else that were actually having mm. a nice conversation um, and started telling me, no, I do this. And I was like, I was just thinking, Terrible I'm re- this is approach. annoying because I don't want to be rude to you by saying, please stop, stop talking now and selling to me. So mm. I'm being really polite, like, oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she was also asking me, you know, like when people sell to you and they ask you questions like, what's your experience? Oh, punch the mic, classic. <laughs> what's your experience uh, yeah. in this? And you what think, challenges are you facing? Oh, they're currently? genuinely interested. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, the biggest challenges I'm facing. <laughs> and, she goes, and then she we goes, have a solution. Uh, I don't have a solution for that challenge. <laughs> Buy this thing. And I was like, oh, yeah. you're just selling to me. And so she, then she gave me this business card. And I was, for some reason, I was overly annoyed at this because she'd just barged in, <laughs> pretended to be interested yeah. in talking to me, like probably most people do, um, <laughs> and then tried to sell her service to me. I was like, oh, that's just a rubbish way to mm. be a human. Yeah. Um, and then she went on to the next person. So mm. uh, there was a bin uh, roughly double the distance away than Dan is sitting with me mm. now, so about six foot away or something. And... Um, I was really annoyed and she started talking to the person next to me and I just like slyly crumpled the business card in my <laughs> hand and I went to throw it in this bin. And you know in slow motion when like basketball shots where you see it going around the rim <laughs> and then you're like, oh, is it going to go in? Is it going to go yeah. out? And it, it was, oh, is it going to go in? And it bounced off and like my whole world was crumbling as I see it bouncing towards this lady's feet who just given me the business card. So I look... That is and, really insulting. Uh, yeah, because I, I was just, like, in my mind thinking, oh, my God, she's annoyed me, but I would never want someone to think that I would throw... I would crumple up their business card and throw, throw it at their, their feet. feet. Like a kind of, like, yeah. disrespectful thing. Yeah. Oh, get on the evil. Um, so, yeah, basically it bounced, basically, onto her feet, and I <laughs> dived, like, to the ground to stop her from seeing it. Um, so that she didn't think I was. And you're because you're Mr. Nice. This would I oh. can imagine how much hell this. Even would be though I was annoyed at that person, you'd never. Want I felt to. so embarrassed, and I was like, "Oh, please say she didn't I, see that happen." The, the best thing, like, there's there's really good things about being Mr. Nice. Like, you are friendly to everyone, and you you know, if someone wants to stand there and try and sell to you for an hour, you'll just take it because you don't yeah. want to tell them not to. Yeah. Um, things. Another weird thing like that is the. Um, is the gems the lady that tried to cure you or whatever? What was she trying to cure you with gems or something? Rubbing uh, gems on you? Yeah, I can't remember if I had a headache or she was just trying to improve my business by rubbing gems on me or something. Um, <laughs> Sit down, let me just do this. Yeah, uh, yeah. heal you somehow. And then and you just then that it. thing of I wish I was a flower so, there. How do you feel? And I can't say anything other than yeah, great. <laughs> um, oh, I just wish I was in some of these times with you just to watch you crumble. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so on the thing of business cards, Mm. I've seen a correlation with business cards. Yep. Right? There's a correlation. When I used to give out business cards to people, Mm. uh, 
I had a high number of people contacting me pretending to want to buy from me or oh. selling to me. Mm. And since I didn't give out business cards, and I just said to me, oh, no, we don't do business cards, um, people that make contact with me actually I have good relationships with. Mm. That's true. I think that is a strategy people use at networking things. Oh, you got a business card? And then they'll follow up and basically try and sell oh, to I've you. Got, yeah, yeah. Because like then you think, oh, they their, want my card. They're really they interested in working with us. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so, okay. So it, trying to give some useful advice to people. Mm. We, we agree that you need to go, if you've got a business and you want to get customers, you need to build relationships somehow. You need to go out in person and meet people. And build those relationships. Okay. Shall we talk through some sort of practical steps people can take? Or what, what, would you, what advice would you give if I was a new business? Hi, Lloyd. I need to build relationships. My advice, mm. one, I've got one point. You've mm. probably got lots more useful mm. stuff. So my one piece of advice mm. would be be yourself. Because if you start relation, if if like like I used to, I go in as corporate, in a suit. corporate Lloyd in a suit, <laughs> and I'm not being myself at all. Yeah, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I got a got a marketing business. Yeah, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I'll just send that over to the team back in the office. <laughs> the which team was, was me, which was Dan. <laughs> um, I think you never build a genuine relationship because yeah. they never actually know and you. People can smell bullshit like that mm. off a mile. Um, so I think it's mu- it'd be much better. Like, be yourself. And you won't be everyone's cup of tea, but the 10% of people that you are aligned with, you will then mm-hmm. have a, a relationship that actually means something and could be mm. positive in the future, rather than being corporate Lloyd, trying yeah. to get everyone to like you, and but never actually having a genuine relationship with anyone because yeah. you've got this, oh, hi, I'm robotic, perfect business, businessman yeah. Lloyd. It's, it's easier said than done, though, because I think it is nerve-wracking when you first start going out there and meeting people, and mm. it, it's a new business, so you literally have no experience, no evidence that you, you're good at what you do, mm. and people are like, oh, what do you do? And you're, Yeah, but I, th- I think you can still present yourself well, but be yourself. Mm, like, oh, I've just started, I'm new to this, yeah, but, you know. Like, yeah, mm. yeah. What are your practical tips, Dan? That's my I one. think if I was starting out again... I, I probably wouldn't go to those breakfast things. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I would do is, try, step one, try and do some research to figure out where do your target market hang out. So, like, do they go to big events in London? Or do they go to, like, horse riding at the weekend? Mm. Or do they go, you know, try and figure out where they go and spend time. Yeah. And then step two go and hang out at those places or go to those events where your target market are and be your, like your point of be yourself, mm. try and have conversations. Something, uh, there's a really good book, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale mm. Carnegie mm. or Carnegie. Is it Dale Carnegie or Carnegie? I think Carnegie. Carnegie. Um, and one of the biggest things I learned from that book, which is is probably obvious to a lot of people, but is is about showing interest in others. Mm. And I think dad does this really well. A lot of my friends have met dad and say, God, he asked me so many questions and Mm. it was so nice to talk to him. The reason it was nice to talk to him is because he's asking you. That's interesting. Your dad sounds like a really good guy. Do you have a good relationship with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's really good. Great. Some, some people don't. And do you have other family? <laughs> I know what you're doing. I'm not huh? gonna. I'm gonna play this game. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you're exactly what you were just showing. Actually, rather than thinking I'm going to this thing to try and get in front of these people to sell to them, go there to to 
try and find information out about them and show interest in them. Sometimes, though, you get in a trap of two people doing that. I've been <laughs> in been conversations in where I'm like, oh, I saw you, uh, you came in that car. Have you had that long? I was thinking of getting that car. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah. I saw your car, though. <laughs> you've, um, got- <laughs> you've got a good car. What, what do you think? And... Uh, do you, I saw you had a car seat. Do you have a child? And I'm like, oh god. Uh, 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 do you have a Do you have a child? Um, that's that's the weird. I've thing seen you get trapped to. in a few of those. Mm. And you, it's just constant. It's like, have you ever played the drinking game, the question game, where like you can't answer the question, you just have to ask the question back. Question, yeah. It gets like that, and you come to the end of it and think, neither of us know anything about each other, but we asked each other a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's. You've also got to do it. I hate the word authentic, but. If you appear very robotic, like hmm. you've got a list of 10 questions hmm. to ask and you're like reading off a bit of paper, mm-hmm. it's, it's not very authentic. Just trying to have good yeah. communication skills. Yeah. Do you know what, uh, this is going off on a tangent hmm. now, but I just had a thought. If I was to, to start a new business, I think I wouldn't go to those events, but I, I feel like there's been experiences where if I spend more time in a certain scenario that I've, I've been in before... I think I would be able to win business. So I would like I would go back to the squash club and play regularly like in the leagues and mm. go up to the bar after There's a lot of rich people there that Yeah, it's, have it's a budget weird, to... but like I met a lot of people with a lot of businesses, but I didn't spend a lot point. of time there, so I never but I feel like mm. if I had 6 months of being at that club, I feel like I would work with a number of businesses. There's groups linked of to people it. there that just mm. random days in the week go and play tournaments and yeah. you can just go and play. And that's can't a good you? point. I suppose there's Things outside of what you would think of as mm. work that you could, golf, you could go and do. Like loads mm. in business. Golf I mean, and cycling. Golf and cycling love is, it. yeah, um, is the thing, isn't it? So, because I like golf and you don't, um, as the business grows, I'm going to have to go and do some networking down with some, <laughs> yeah. with some high, high flyers. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, you don't play golf, so you'll have to just stay yeah. here. Um, but I'll be working. But I'll be expecting you to win business then. I'll have... Uh, uh, can't do that. Some targets for you. Literally can't do <laughs> no, that. No, you can't do that. No. You don't have the skills no. to do that. No, unless we pay them to do it, then I'd be great. <laughs> Is there a place where you could go and do something you enjoy that's like with a different social circle that actually... I love that. Um, because I, I genuinely, like, I'd happily get back involved with squash if I was thinking this is good for my fitness and this could be good for business and as well fun. but also you don't go in going I'm going to tell them I'm a yeah. business owner you just go I'm going to go there for mm. six months I'm going to get involved with the leagues mm. with the Wednesday club night where anyone can turn up and you end up playing with six different people mm. um, how do you find though I'm kind of trying to think in my mind how we've just given that as an example because we've just realized it from going there mm. but how do you know which social circles your target market hang out in? Oh, I guess do you like do you need to do some research and think? Well, I think or speak to some of your current th- customers and like, what do you do th- in your spare time? And yeah. they might say, we play ho- hockey on a Tuesday. Yeah, potentially. But I think if you're a small, uh, if you're kind of an SME or one man band, I think usually your customers are local people and local businesses. So I think yeah. it's much easier find. Uh, Local. Social club, a sports club, yeah. or whatever, mm. a board game thing, club, <laughs> club um, and meet a new circle of people yeah. in your local area. I think it's um, it's probably more complicated. A business like ours now, where we're looking nationally, internationally for specific yeah. businesses, we need to travel. It's more mm. like, well, like you said, I guess there's probably like golf networking events that, mm. that there definitely is. There'll be similar people to us that are like, mm. I like golf, and I need to meet people that have 
big businesses yeah. that like golf as well. And we've well, we've done a lot more networking, networking inverted mm. commas recently. Mm. We we went up to Newcastle. Yeah, um, that was really good to see Andrew and Pete. Yeah, uh, from Atomic. Yeah, mm-hmm. that could have been a Zoom call, but we actually yeah. went up and spent a few days there mm. and went to um, an eighteen plus uh, mini golf where there was lots of kind of. Interesting things sticking out the walls and things. Yeah, I mean, have a look at Dan's social profiles if you want to see what those interesting things were. <laughs> but like, um, why? I think those are the kinds of things. You know, why didn't we just do a Zoom call? Mm. Why did we go there? Because yeah. you build stronger relationships by actually. I think, yeah, I think being completely transparent. I I kind of thought of this, and there were three reasons why I I wanted to go, mm. and uh, we got a good enough relationship with Andrew and Pete where they. I can be completely on it. There's nothing to hide or anything. Mm. There's um, so one is we're building a business and we work hard. So actually, people in business that you get on with and you have an opportunity to to go and have a meal and play mini golf and have some drinks with is similar. It's a lovely mm. perk for us mm. of like this is a nice social thing that's also helpful mm. for the business. So there's that very selfish not oh no not selfish but mm. non-businessy we actually reason. enjoy it yeah. yeah um and i think the second thing i was thinking of was actually andrew and pete and lloyd and dan mm. uh i don't know that's a weird way to say it um we faced some similar challenges we're building we're, we're similar ages we're we've had some similar experiences mm. some very different experiences and we have learned from each other's mistakes and things we've done right over the years by having those conversations. Mm. So it's great. Yeah. It's people we have a lot of stuff in common with mm. so we can learn from each other. So that's synergy. Synergy, yes, <laughs> synergy. Um, and, and the third reason, which, uh, like I said, can be very honest, Andrew and Pete would know this, there's, as well as like a friendship, there's genuine opportunities for us to work together mm. in a mutual... Oh, I punched, punched the mic the again. Mic. Sorry. Twice in one podcast. New <laughs> record. If you're playing the Business Anchors drinking game, that's two shots. Um, yeah, there's, there's genuine, genuine opportunities where we can work together. Yeah. So as well as like, oh, we're friends and stuff, it's like, yeah, it, you know, we can actually work together. From a commercial perspective is actually... They might pay us to do some work and that's good for our business yeah. and we might pay them or we might provide them value yeah. for stuff. So, yeah. Good breakdown. And we also, we also Break went down. for lunch with Mark... Uh, Gaysford and Liv from yes. Red Sprout yesterday. Yeah. yeah, that was really good. I'd say that was another, um, well, uh, potentially all those reasons I just yeah, said. Yeah. But the the main thing I got from that yesterday, which was really good, I think we were talking about our experiences and learning, learning from, from each, each other's other, recent experiences and stuff. Mm. Um, yeah. And when people are nice people as well, that's a bonus, isn't it? Yeah. Um, go so networking. Go networking, but specific types of networking. You do you. See you next week. Oh, I didn't know we were ending it. Okay, bye.